Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Well, welcome to the weekend, my friends. It is Friday, February 17th. I'm Doug Fitzgerald filling in for the commander. Jack's going to be back in studio on Monday. He's doing some uh, youth athletics with his family, I think, today. So we're wishing him and them the best. Uh, obviously, behind the board, as always, is executive producer, Johnny Cadillac, taking care of everything there. And today's show is really going to be fun. It's going to be inspiring. It's also going to be convicting. So we're going to kick it off. We've got a studio full of people, full of guests. I'm excited about it. We should have just did, like I said, FAC. You know, we should have done an FAC here in the studio today. So, um, And we're also going to do uh, talk a little bit about Munch Madness. It kicked off earlier today on LNK Today with Jack and Friends. Um, along with that, we're going to hear from somebody who's been around. You've heard his voice. Um, every time the newscast comes on, in the afternoons per how long probably uh, six months eight months five five months so he's been around five months so that voice you hear is michael wheeler he's been around in the news studio the award-winning news studio and he's got an inspiring story that i'm excited for people to hear about because a lot of times what happens is you know we're on the air and we do all this stuff and we get to interview all these cool guests but the news guys and gals are in there taking care of the news and you never get to know their personal story very much unless you know unless you got the morning show i mean you hear a little bit uh, there but we're going to hear from michael wheeler who's got a great story and he's going to share that and then also in the second half of the show we're going to be joined by paul yates he's a friend of the show and a one shot one life executive director of i've got a name a local organization fighting sex trafficking here in lincoln now here's the thing they've got a couple of big events coming up this year in april and in august that uh, we definitely need you to know about so we can get more information out get this nearly a thousand girls and young women are sold for sex every single month in nebraska and around 200 of those are sold right here in lincoln and i didn't realize that the first time i met paul he educated me on that and it's really become a passion of mine to get the message out so that's what we're going to do today uh, paul is going to join us in the second half of the show and talk about those two big events that are going to be really Really helpful for our community. All right, let's uh, let's uh, Michael. You're already on mic here. Um, you're gonna. I want you on mic here. We're gonna talk about Munch Madness a little bit. Sure, sure. And before uh, we start, you've said this a couple of times. Yes. What's FAC? I know FAQ is frequently asked questions. What's uh, FAC? Friday Afternoon Club. So am uh, I dating myself? Oh. <laughs> Johnny, you didn't even know no, that. No, I I did, and I forgot it because I was like, I know I've heard FAC before, and it was at a previous. Jo- well, actually. As my other job, I heard it years ago back when we met in the office there, and it was just like a morale committee thing. And then uh, one of the other guys in the morale committee was like, "Yeah, we have our FAC event," and I had to ask him, and then he said, "Friday afternoon." Club. Just dated myself there. <laughs> I was just like frequently asked comments. So, <laughs> it's kind of like you know, you know, it's kind of like let's just go to the bar. Shout That's out on Friday okay. afternoon. Shout out That's to Kyle Thomas, who is. Gotcha. Kyle Thomas, who's probably not listening to the show, but he, for teaching me FAC. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, we, we're learning, right? Drive yeah. Time Lincoln's about learning. It's an so educational program. It's it's very educational. We can take care. We can knock that off the list. Yep. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, Michael, so jump on in on this. I know last year was my first time around for Munch Madness. Johnny, you were on the show this morning when they you know took in all the names of our local restaurants. Yes, sir. What I'd like for you to do for people who are listening now and may not have heard yet, what's going on what is munch madness it's a time for that gives me an excuse to eat <laughs> way too much food and no it's the uh it's so in spite uh inspiring of the march madness tournament for the ncaa klin has their own munch madness tournament taking 64 locally based restaurants 
um, that never made it as a like a national chain and putting them against each other and uh, just really a, a good way to actually help out the local economy and local businesses with those restaurants and uh, people have fun with it. I had fun last year and Doug, I know you had oh, fun yeah. with it last year and uh, just just being able to vote in the different polls and uh well, and it got feisty this morning. Oh yeah, with most definitely. Process, Selection so. Friday is a wild show for sure. It was good. Now here's the thing, Johnny. Um for the record, I'm um all out ready to defend my title with Munch Madness. Mm. Because you may not remember this. I do remember. But last year mm -hmm. I'm the reigning in house broadcast house bracket champion. How are you? I, I won. Thought, I thought the uh, I thought it would be like you're, they're pitting restaurants against they each did, other. They yep. did, but in the broadcast house, we all picked our own brackets. Like yep, we all filled oh, out the brackets. The bracket and, and at the end, I was on the top. Oh, nobody, nobody had norms on Forty Eighth Street or Hoya anywhere near <clears> the uh, championship, and including Doug. But you, no? you still had enough of those uh, those smaller round victories that really. Added up yeah. to get you the win. So I'm going to need your help to get me on the sh on the morning show, so we can get a little, you know, little featured segment there. Oh, Does okay. <laughs> Let's see what I can do. <laughs> All right, that's going to start. Uh, voting's going to start on uh, March first, and then actually this coming Monday, uh, Jack's going to reveal. Jack uh, is going to reveal the bracket for this year. So okay. we'll we know exactly who those 64 are. Right Chris on. Lofgren. We I tell you what, we do have a studio. For yeah, we do. <laughs> I was just going to. Correct you a little oh, bit. Oh, no. It's all right. What I do. But the winner of Munch Madness is referred to as the champion. Yep. Champion. That's ah, right. I even, look at this, Chris. I even have it. You did. I and I'm, I'm going to correct you as well. Totally His name is Grillmaster Chris. That's right. <laughs> it's just my, it, see what happens. See what happens if there's Saki in the background. Yeah, I see. I just get in trouble. So it's a, so anyway, we're excited about that. Kaylin's excited to get it going. Uh, Munch Madness competition coming up. We want to select the champion. It'll be April 4th. And if you want more information, go to KLIN.com. Right on. All right, Michael. Right on. Here we go. Yes. Um, chopsticks is my is my go-to. Cool. All right, Michael, here's the thing. You came in about five months ago. That's right. And your story is amazing. You're, are you originally from Lincoln or the Lincoln no, area? No, no. Where are you from originally? Well, that's a complicated question right there. Right, I like that. Um, I, uh, I'm from... <laughs> so, yeah, this, what, usually the short answer is New York. Okay. Because uh, I, people ask me that, and that's where I went to college. But um, I, don't, I don't actually have that much time spent in the United States compared to many. Right. Um, I was born in North Carolina, and then um, I, my formative years were spent in the United Arab Emirates in the city of Abu Dhabi, which is the capital. Mm -hmm. And then I went to New York. Then I uh, spent the last nine years in South Korea. So, you know, uh, rather than tell people that every time they ask me, I say I'm from New York. Well, but actually now, because people ask me what part, and then I have to be like, eh, well, I, you know, but then now I can just say I'm from Lincoln. There you go. Because you're, are your folks from here Nebraska. in Lincoln? Yeah, they are. Okay. So that's why I got confused. But here's the reason why you're on. Yeah. Today's your last day. It is. Um, you have been working hard. You've helped me uh, get some guests on the show as well for Drive Time Lincoln. But you do a fantastic job uh, with the news, and I appreciate that. You've got a long history in broadcast uh, broadcasting. So I wanted to bring you on since it's your last day and uh, just share uh, the story that you have to encourage people. So you spent a lot of time in Korea. Mm -hmm. uh, what's your whole background? then as far as broadcasting uh, as far as broadcasting goes um it you know it's really really one of those examples where 
anything can happen on any given day that you just decide to leave your house. <laughs> I was, it was 2016. I just happened to be with a buddy of mine at his, at his apartment and a mutual acquaintance of ours who had a weekly guest spot at the only English radio station in Busan, South Korea. That's in the southeastern part of the, the country. Uh, got in touch with my friend and said, hey, I'm leaving. Do you want to take over for me? And he said no. And I said I would do it. And so they gave me my own show four months later. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Had you ever done broadcasting before? I'd that? never done any broadcasting really? before. I, I was a, a theater major in New York. So, I mean, I've been acting since I was 12. Um, but I'd never done any broadcasting or no voice acting or anything like that. He just said no. They they gave me four months because I was in the middle of a season anyway. They gave me four months where I was a I was a guest on three different shows throughout the week, and then they gave me a, a daily a nightly show. There you go. Like you were the host of Drive Time Lincoln. There, that's what I hear. Yeah, that's not kind how of. I started, but yeah, eventually that was the you know I was I was. I was Busan's Jack Riggins for four years. There you go. Yeah, there you South go. Yeah. Let's see. You were there learning you all these cool things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so why were you in, in South Korea to begin with? Um, well, why did you move there? Yeah, well, you know, um, I like to say that New York and maybe cities like London and things like that, those are great places if you have a reason to be there. I had a reason to be there because I was in college. Uh, I was, you know, doing my, my bachelor's degree there. And then as soon as I graduated... Um, didn't have that purpose anymore. I feel like I, you know, went to do the theater thing and the acting thing, but I didn't quite leave with the knowledge of how to really pursue that as a, uh, as a career. Um, I had the, uh, I was, I graduated in the middle of the worst year of my life as well, which mm. was, uh, made worse by a really bad breakup. And I just wanted to leave, you know, I just wanted to leave. Uh, I was originally going to go to the country of Georgia for like, three months to teach English. And then uh, there was a change in government and they said, well, we can't do that anymore. Then I was going to go to Japan, but I had missed the application deadline for uh, the program I was going through. Uh, a really good friend of mine from high school happened to be in South Korea in that particular city and said, come on over. And I did. Wow. And I uh, ended up there for nine years instead of just one. <laughs> <laughs> and you were the Jack Riggins. Yeah. Of South Korea. Well, yeah. it's uh, 519. We're talking with Michael Wheeler, part of our news team here, who's going to be uh, transitioning to, to a whole other journey of his life here That's in right. just a few hours, actually, uh, here, right here on 1499.3 KLAM. All right, we'll go to broadcasting, then I want to talk about your family. Mm -hmm. So with broadcasting, I heard... I heard a little bird told me mm -hmm. that um, you had some pretty interesting uh, zombie um, production that kind of got you in trouble while you were on the air. <laughs> uh, it was, uh, yeah, it's actually my my proudest achievement as a uh, as a broadcaster. <laughs> um, it was in the, the the 2020 Halloween, you know, height of the pandemic, yep. and no one's really going out for Halloween. So I decided uh, I had this idea for a. Uh, Orson Welles, War of the Worlds type thing, where zombies invade the radio station. And I knew that I would never get permission to do this, and so I didn't really tell anyone I was going to do it. <laughs> oh, no. And so I, what I did was, you know, I had a, you know, an opening jingle to come into my show, and I had a guy, um, a musician I know, play it on like a, an organ. Nice. You know, and... I, I foleyed sounds of the zombies rattling the windows. 
I foleyed sounds of me like tipping my chair over. The show ended with me being eaten by these zombies <laughs> right after I introduced the closing song. I said like this is it was a mini Ripperton song. I don't remember what it was, but um, you know the song starting, it's fading in. And I'm going ah, you know, and um, yeah, they weren't very happy about that. But I I waited until it was too late to do anything with it. Um, we had a uh, we had a COVID PSA. And it had a little jingle in the background, and I had that guy do a zombie <laughs> PSA in the second hour with the exact same music in the background. And it was like, if you get bitten by a zombie, you know, um, I don't know, I don't go get help. Or if you, if a friend of yours gets bitten, leave them behind because it's too late for them and stuff. And yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. It was really fun putting that together. Uh, they, they really annoyed me because they actually put, they did a little bit of editing on it. When they found out what I was doing, they kind of put music when I was doing kind of a PSA, a personal one. Like, I've just got something from the Ministry of Supernatural Affairs or something. Uh, they put music, like spooky music in the background. And I thought, well, that just, that just ruins everything, <laughs> which is appropriate because it was a movie show. So it was, it was very much like the director of the movie being overruled by the studio. So did, <laughs> how did it go over then? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I didn't hear any feedback from it. I, I just was told that um, the station head gave my producer a really good chewing out, and I told her. I said, "Well, if she has a problem, she should come to me because I orchestrated the whole thing." But that's not how it works over there. All right. Well, we've got just a few minutes here. We'll move from. <laughs> this is kind of bad. We'll move from zombies to family. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, you're married. Yes. You have a son, mm-hmm. and the reason why you're moving, I want to get into that. I want to mm-hmm. share that with our audience. So. Um, how long have you been married, and what, did you, what are your current plans? Because everything started in Korea, yeah. but then things kind of split apart with family and yeah. jobs and all that stuff. And yeah, now you're right. transitioning back. Yeah, that's right. I got married in 2018. Uh, we decided to leave Korea because, as great as it can be living there, there's just no... Uh, there's, options are very limited if you yourself are not Korean. So your job is largely tied to your visa, so if you get fired, you have no visa. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is a way to get a better visa, but they keep moving those goalposts further and further and things like that. So, um, you know, at the radio station, uh, that four-year job that I had as the, the evening drive time guy, they dumped me and put me to a different show, lowered my pay. The only the highest point I could have ever gotten was to just get that one job back. I would mm-hmm. never have been a producer. I would never have been a, a station head. You know, that wasn't possible. Uh, so we decided to go. Uh, different opportunities kind of present themselves um, for me in the UK, for my wife, who is British, mm-hmm. uh, in the United States. And uh, so we just decided, well, um, let's take some time. Like, you've got a situation. You, you can do it here. I can do it over there. We'll kind of go apart for a bit, and then uh, we'll come back. And um, then um, it just, you know, Things change, plans change, and that's what happened. You know, so I'm I'm going back there tomorrow. So she's in the UK right now. She's in the UK with yeah. your son. Yep. You've been here for the mm-hmm. last five months trying to work out the whole work visa type thing and in, in future. And so tomorrow you're going back home. Yeah. To them. That's right. And uh, how long of a trip is that when you go? Uh, I have two layovers. That'll be a fifteen and a half hour journey. Uh, Chicago and Copenhagen. You know. So, so what is your biggest excitement about going back? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Starting, starting over and just finding some, 
something I really would like to stay in radio podcasts. Just want to do something. I'm excited to be able to kind of do the the career progression that I couldn't have done over in in South Korea. Yeah. I think. I'm excited, and I was uh, thrilled to hear when you said you're. You know, when I heard that you were going back, because I know how much you miss your son. I know how much much you miss your wife. Yeah, and how important that is. I know one day um, you celebrated his birthday while you were here. That's and right. He was there, and I know that's hard. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's right. We had a little and, a little thing here. They they came to visit for Christmas, and uh, we had a little thing before they went because he's a January birthday. Yeah, yeah. So now you're going. I am. That's I great. am, and it's been such a wonderful time here. I've had a great time. This is. A uh, great city and um, a great company, and people here are, are so darn nice. Well, you've done a great <laughs> job, seriously, and Thanks. it's been a blessing to get to know you. You've impacted everybody that's here, and oh, I just I want to wish you that. the absolute best. Thank so. you so much, feel Doug. Free, feel free to keep me informed on the local pro wrestling product out there in England. Yeah, sure. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's something I'd like to do. I'd like to, be a, I'd like to get into the play-by-play action in there. Yeah? That'd be fun. There you go. Play-by-play of wrestling. And Johnny's the guy who can get you there. Yeah. So, all right. Well, Michael, thank you so much. Wish yeah. you the best. Thank Have you. a safe trip over. Thank you. Tell very your family much. hi for us. Thanks. We'll do. All right. It is five twenty-five. You're listening to Drive Time Lincoln on fourteen hundred and ninety-nine-three KLIN. You're getting the four one one from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on fourteen hundred and ninety-nine-three KLIN. Well, welcome back to the show. It's five twenty-nine, thirty-six degrees outside. I'm Doug Fitzgerald filling in for the Commander. Hey, Husker Sports. The Husker women's basketball team has a big game this weekend. Um, they're going to be taking on Iowa, number seven, here in Lincoln. Uh, pre-game is going to be at twelve forty-five. Tip-off at one o'clock on Sunday, I believe. Is that correct, Johnny? And um, listen to this. They're looking to break the um, the PBA attendance record. Uh, it's right now. It's at twenty uh, seven fifty. They've got nearly eleven thousand tickets sold, and I think they are trying to push it towards fifteen thousand. So, uh, Johnny, I know you're going to be at that game. So, uh, if you haven't yet, go get your tickets. Watch the women's basketball That's team tomorrow. Actually, oh, it's actually tomorrow. Yep. That's right. Tomorrow at um, one o'clock, and you can yep. hear that right here on KLIN. All right, we're going to have a great uh, conversation in just a few minutes with Paul Yates, the executive director of I've Got a Name, an organization fighting to uh, end sex trafficking right here in Lincoln. Uh, and so um, we'll check him out here in just a couple of minutes. Fox News is up next. You're listening to Drive Time Lincoln on 1499.3 KLIN. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Drive Time Lincoln with the Commander Jack Riggins on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3. 
KLIN. Thank you so much for joining us on your drive home today. It's 537. I'm Doug Fitzgerald. Filling in for the commander today. Uh, he's going to be back again next Monday, this coming Monday. Uh, weather-wise, we're going to warm up. We got we got dumped on, which was like almost totally out of the blue. Expecting two to four inches, getting about, I don't know, anywhere between like 10 and 12 inches. So, uh, But we're warming up tomorrow. It's going to be 43, 46 on Sunday, 52 already on Monday. So I'm excited about that. It'll be a little... A little slushy and a little messy out there for a while, but uh, that'll all dry out pretty soon. All right, in the second half of the show today, we're going to be talking about a, a subject that really is difficult to hear about, but it's so vital that we understand um, so that we can do all we can to help out. It's sex trafficking. Um, I was aware of uh, sex trafficking, brought aware of that uh, by Paul Yates, the executive director of I've Got a Name. I really didn't think at the time much about it. I thought it was something you saw in the movies. I didn't think Lincoln or Nebraska was that impacted, but later on I found out that um, an average of around 200 girls and young women are being sold for sex right here in Lincoln every single month, and nearly a 1,000 uh, girls and young women sold for sex right here in Nebraska every month. And so um, Paul's here to talk about not only the organization, but you got a couple of big events going on that I want our listeners to know about, so hopefully we can get more people involved with, that, with uh, all the you have going on. So, Paul, thanks for coming back to Drive Time Lincoln. Well, my pleasure. I really, really appreciate the opportunity. It's always an enjoyable time to come in here and visit with you and Johnny and you know. Oh, it's great. What a great way to end the week. I know. You it know? is. It yeah. is. And it's it's a message of hope, even though it's something that I mean, you know, a lot of people are uncomfortable talking about or real not necessarily talking about. I, I think more realizing that it's actually happening. You know what I'm saying? That's what's un- uncomfortable and frustrating about that. And you and I have met um, outside of the radio station mm-hmm. now and really gotten to know the organization, what you're doing, and the deep impact that you're having. So why don't you start out uh, just with our listeners who may not understand or know about I've Got a Name. Let's talk about your organization and what your focus is. Yeah. Our focus is simply to end sex trafficking in in nebraska now our focus here is in lincoln right now that's where our founders from um and who started the organization and and our three pillars are awareness so critical mm-hmm. like as you just said most people don't understand right. and there's so many myths and myth under, misunderstandings of what this is our second pillar is take action which is our street outreach which we have two incredible individuals pam and megan who do our street outreach they're the ones doing the tough work and then our third pillar is inspiration get inspired you know and and, and get involved mm-hmm. and use your gifts and so that that's that's who we are i mean I, I need to point out too you know our focus is on young girls and women if boys and they do get trafficked too and right. men um if that would if we'd come across those individuals i would get involved myself uh versus um pam or megan right but yeah and it's it's so as you said it's it's hard to understand it's hard to talk about and i think people also think it can't happen in their family. Right. It can't happen in their neighborhood. It's only in certain parts of Lincoln or certain parts of the country. It's, as I've mentioned before, everywhere. So what's the current state then of sex trafficking here? That's a great question. Uh, to me, it's it's overwhelming. I mean, when you give us those statistics of, right. you know, 200, that's from Creighton University's research, which is on our website, I've got a name.org. Um, that's always underestimated. And it's just on a website. Of, of activity it's it, people buying and selling um, that website's no longer up on the dark web i'm sure it is so that's just a piece of the pie i say it, it's bigger than that and we're finding more and more involvement with youth um younger girls um and how they get involved in that and i think one of the one of the issues we're, we're dealing with is people think that it's a certain age uh, age group or a certain demographic certain ethnic group no it's all across the board 
And, um, you know, our, our, our youth need to be aware of it. And the parents. Oh, totally the parents. So, I, I, and tell me if I'm right on this. Uh, I wrote down research indicates about one out of every 250 high school and middle school students in Nebraska enter the sex trade. Yes, that every was every year. Is that right? That was research done by Dr. Ron Hampton back in 2015 for the governor's task force. That research is also on our website. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he, he, he's an international researcher, uh, somewhat retired now, but a great man, um, lives here in Lincoln. And that's what he found in his research, in his surveys, one out of every 250 high school and middle school girls mm. enter the commercial sex trade. And then people wonder, well, how can that happen? Right. You know, is are they abducted in a van and taken off? And uh, certainly that can happen, but a very small percentage. It's, it's the grooming process. The abduction of the heart and the mind is really what it is. These perpetrators will take what it, they need to do to get them. Mm. Yeah, it's heart wrenching. What's the what's the average age then? As you're looking at us, what you know when you're working with with these young girls and women, the, the average age, depending on what research you look at, in the United States is 13, 14 years of age. Some people say twelve. That's average age. I mean, we're we're working with. Let me just say, um, some that are very young teens. Mm-hmm. You know, right now. So, and a lot of that involvement has been through uh, games on a phone. You know, really. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, the internet. It just sucks you in. Um, there was uh, an organization in Omaha that did some research uh, for a school in a um, smaller community in Nebraska, and they actually were allowed to go into the to the to the school, middle school and high school, excuse me, like junior high and high school. And the, one of the questions they had was, "Have you ever been solicited online?" And solicited could be, "If you do this, I'll give you a gift card. If you do this, I, you know, I'll get you that." Seventy percent of the students had received that. Really? Now that doesn't mean every solicitation is going to lead right, to this, right? But that's how the grooming process can start. Here's a little bit of this. Here's a little bit of that. Um, we have a great video um, our organization is going to be using soon to show how that works with a girl that thinks she's going to be a model. Hmm. You know. And slowly gets pulled into it, and all of a sudden she's missing. You know, the last time you were on Drive Time, we had one of the officers from uh, the Lincoln Police Department on, who, that's his area, is looking at sex trafficking. And you had shared um, just some things to look for if you're concerned about somebody, you know, that Mm -hmm. might be involved in the trade. And they're actually, we got, I got a message from him the next day that they actually got a tip uh, from the show. Oh, wow. So, So my question before we get into the events that you have, what are some things to look for? with people around us or with our kids, you know, you talk about the phone, you talk about games. What are some other things if we might suspect um, either somebody's involved with that or somebody's pushing that? And then what do we do? Like, who do we call and where do we go? I'm going to answer the, the last question first. Okay. We're not law enforcement. Right. Okay. If it's an emergency, call 911. If not, you call law enforcement. Um, we get referrals. We just got a referral the other day from an organization in town who's concerned about a, a 14-year-old girl. Okay. Um, and of course, if we come across anyone that's a minor, we report that immediately to law enforcement. We have to. That's the law. Um, so, so I think your first question. Things to look for. <laughs> yeah, things to look for. The, the, the warning signs. And that's always a challenge because you have to be very careful and sensitive. But a lot of it can be sudden isolation, sudden change of behavior, um, a, a, a young girl all of a sudden having a lot of belongings. Mm. Nice clothes, 
the tattoos are a little bit of a stereotype, but can be, you know, an owner's name or something like that. Um, and, but that whole isolation and change in behavior and, and, and not really wanting to talk, or all of a sudden they have this boyfriend that's a lot older, you know, and dependent on. And so it, it's, it's tough when you, when you start looking at that because they close down so much. If they're on their phone a lot, and I cannot say this enough to parents, check your kids' phones, yeah. please. I mean, because they are, conduits to this i mean they're amazing devices but they're also conduits to this and so some of that and, and drugs can come into it a lot of times drugs with the people that we're working with mental health issues and also drugs plays a role in that but not always um but you you just start asking these questions and the more they become isolated the more you got to start wondering you know, and, and that's where people will refer to us. They'll go to our website and they'll be concerned about someone and potentially, you know, one of our outreach, uh, our outreach team can talk with them. We had a situation a while back and this is nothing confidential, but, um, a young girl was going to go to a, a, a um, another program here in Lincoln because there was talk that her stepbrother was, um, potentially sexually exploiting her when, when she went to this program, she wouldn't talk about it. Mm. And so what we did is we wanted to see if we could start building a relationship with her, you know, to see if she'd open up, you know, so other things transpired and she's back at that other organization, which is wonderful for her. It's a child advocacy center. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. They're just a yeah. great program here in Lincoln. And so that's the kind of thing that our staff starts to do is start building relationship and see if we can get them to open up a little bit because sometimes you know this as a parent. Yeah, sometimes you don't know what you're talking about, right? Right. Well, yeah. It usually happens <laughs> until they're about 26 or 27 on their own. And yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, maybe they did know something. Yeah, maybe they did, yeah. So, and they can re people can remain anonymous, correct? Oh, totally. In the process, both totally. with the LPD and with uh, your organization. Yes, and we're, we're hoping to start through the big give that we want a, a, actually a, a chat line where we can start talking with people anonymously and confidentially, you know, like through texting, right. you know, uh, on the phone. And we We've had situations where it's turned from texting to a phone conversation. This was an adult to let's meet. Good. So it's, it's breaking down that barrier. And you're going to know the shame and the guilt and the fear and everything that's built in their system has to be broken down by love. And that's what our outreach team really provides them and hope. It's 547. We're talking with Paul Yates, the executive director uh, of I've Got a Name here on 1499.3 KLIN. Uh, Paul, you've got a couple of activities uh, planned for really the next few months. So one's called Walk for Freedom. Let's talk about that. I know you're just starting to really promote that. Yeah. It's exciting, I think. Our Walk for Freedom has been a tradition of the organization, which started back in 2011, became, before I became the director in 2016, the first director. I was always involved with the organization because I, that's when I met Bob Burton, our founder, uh, back in 2010 or 11. So he's always had a walk for freedom. And and pre-COVID, uh, we would walk from the um, Broyhill Fountain, the University of Nebraska campus, down Centennial Mall to the state capitol. Mm. And we've had some speakers speak there. Senator Patty Penzing Brooks spoke a couple times. And it was really an awareness event. You know, and it was, so it was a walk. It was actually a walk. And the, the thing I learned right away was, was, um, there are people there that have stories. Mm. And I met a girl at one time that was actually sold by her aunt for $60 and some meth when she was 15. Mm. She was 17 when I met her and she asked me if I'd come to the sentencing of her aunt a week later. So you also understand this is a healing time for people, but it's also an awareness time. And right before COVID, we had like 400 and some people. We got wow. a great picture in the Capitol State, uh, the Capitol building steps. Um, and then during COVID, we'd spend like two or 300, but I'm not a guy of numbers, you know? What's changing now, what we did last year, partially because of COVID, but we just thought let's do something different, 
is we had it during the spring game. Mm. Okay. Because people from all around the state primarily come to this game. Um, I think I don't have any facts on this, but I think a lot more people from out of state come in maybe to right. the season games. Especially this year. With yeah. The football team, you know, you, new coach oh, and yeah. everything going. People all are excited. Energy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we call it our largest presentation, but we ask for volunteers to sign up. And uh, last year, what we did, they they walked on the streets and stuff and handed out cards if people wanted them. And it had some statistics on there and information about our organization because it's all about awareness. Remember, I said that's our first pillar, understanding what it is. And hopefully, they'll get on our website and learn more uh, from that, too. So um, you can sign up for our, our Walk for Freedom, we call it. Uh, this year again, it's only $15. You get a nice t shirt that says it happens here, you know, on the mm-hmm. front and the back is our logo. Um, and so, yeah, and there's more information on our website about it. Um, so we're, we're really excited about it. And last year when people did it, it was so cool because we had so many stories of people going, I had no idea, but now I yeah. do. Yeah. And that's what we want. And, and it isn't pushy. We don't, our, our, our people on this walk aren't out in people's face. Okay. They see their t-shirt. They may ask them if they'd like some information. So it's a very, um, laid back, you know, piece. They're there for the game, mm-hmm. you know? Sure. And if people want to take these information cards that we'll give them, they can go into the bars and have a beer, have lunch, yep. whatever, yep. wear their shirt into the game. Tailgate. Tailgate yeah. I yeah. mean, just to make a, your shirt itself as a billboard. I mean, cause it's real. It's here in Nebraska. Yep. You know, yeah. I've got a name.org is the website. Correct? I've got a name.org. You bet. All right. And a second event that you have coming up that I'm excited about connect to protect. Let's talk about that. for Yeah. A few that's our first conference in Lincoln, Nebraska that I'm aware of about sex trafficking in Lincoln. Hmm. And this is all because we were the recipient of the big give thanks to union bank and trust and all those that voted for us. Yeah. This was a hundred thousand dollars. Oh, wow. That yeah. was a big yeah. donation. And this is our main part of our initiative that we came up with for this. And so, so it's going to talk about sex trafficking in Lincoln, and it's on August 5th, the Embassy Suites. Um, you'll be able to find information about that as well on our website. But we're really excited because we have some great speakers coming in. This is not a Paul Yates giving his regular presentation like I like to do. And I, I encourage people, if they want me to come speak to the organization, I'll go do that. But we're going to have... Um, uh, Officer Dill Saver, who is yes, you, yes, he's going to come speak. Um, we're talking. He was on the show. He was he, on. He was on Drive Time with with you yep. several weeks ago. So yep. he's great. He's really good. We have a a, ch- a child uh, psychologist and counselor that I've known for years who's going to talk about social media. Good. Um, we have. Um, I, I there were, have a thing called the end the demand about the men's movement. Um, we've just got some great speakers. We're going to have a, a young woman who's starting to get a little more involved in the organization who was solicited when she was very young um, from a chat room uh, back before we even had smartphones mm. um, and her whole story, you know, uh, her, how her life, she was drug into this and how she got out. So we're going to have a survivor's panel. Um, we've just got some great speakers going to come in for that day and it's on a Saturday and I believe the it's twenty five dollars yeah. to register. And early bird before June fifteenth. So yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yep. yeah. Early bird and it's August fifth. So and we're also looking for business sponsors too. You know, we're we're we have different levels. We're hoping all businesses will get involved and say we need to end this. Right. You know, so I'm really, really excited about that event on August fifth. Connect to protect our youth. I've got a name.org is where people go. And like you said, you help uh, both probably from just 
people helping out with the organ uh, with the event itself, uh, business sponsors, anything else? You know, well, we've got volunteers that raise their hand, and we've got people going to go out and try to get sponsorships for us. I can't do it all by myself, right? right. And and then we have people also going to go out and promote the event. You know, places that we could put cards for people to see it, and there's a little QR code, and they can find more information. I, th- I think the capacity of this could be four to five hundred people. Um, there is a rate; it's twenty five dollars, as you said, start off, and it's thirty five for a couple. And I'm going to be very honest with you: we want men there. Yes, <laughs> you know that. That's why it's it's only ten dollars more for for you know a, a spouse to come. So um really excited about this, not for our organization, not for me, but for the women and girls that need our help and to create awareness in our community for the general public the I know, general public i know we didn't get a chance we didn't have enough time to talk about this but um i remember speaking to you before about really dealing with this issue at the heart which is speaking to the men i mean yeah. that's where that's where everything starts and if we can educate and really help uh, and you've got a men's movement on your website as well that I think is great to really help men become more educated about it and get involved, be proactive. Exactly. And, it is. Listen, we know there's a lot of good and great men out there. Yep. There are just some that are struggling with this. Yep. And so how can we help them and educate them uh, in whatever way possible? Because it is a man issue, most definitely a yep. man issue. Well, Paul, thank you so much for coming in. I really appreciate it. This is really good information. And anything else pleasure. you want to share before we um, break? Always a pleasure. I, I don't know. I, I appreciate you. I appreciate the show and KLN and, and Johnny and, and just this opportunity to get the word out there. We have to be more aware in our city yeah. that this is real. Let's end this. Let's all get more, become more aware and get involved. I've got a name.org. And you go out and speak too. I mean, I do. right? You got organizations, businesses, and all that. You can really inform people about what's going on. That's, That's what you do. One of my favorite things. I'd rather do that than sitting in front of my computer right. and come to speak at lunch and learns at businesses, church communities, organizations, whatever. Just go on our website. And you know what I love too? I remember the first time we went to meet, you said, Doug, let's go meet at, uh, I think, with the mill coffee shop. Yeah. She said, that's my office. I don't have a bricks and mortar. I, right. I'm on the street. I'm out meeting with people. Exactly. So, and you put that those funds and that money into the organization to really help uh, these young women and young girls. So, yep. All right, Paul. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate thank it. Thank you very much. You bet. Paul Yates, Executive Director for I've Got a Name. It's 555. We'll take our final break uh, before we close out the show. You're listening to Drive Time Lincoln on 1499.3 KLIN. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. It's 557 and 37 degrees outside on Drive Time Lincoln. Thanks again for joining us this afternoon. I'm Doug Fitzgerald. Commander will be back in the seat on Monday. Husker Sports, we were talking about it uh, tomorrow. The women's basketball team for the Huskers take on number 7 Iowa. That tip-off will start at 1. The pregame will be at 1245. You can hear it right here on KLIN. And also, the men's basketball team, they're going to be in action on Sunday. That's where I was getting confused. They're going to be in Maryland pregame at 3:30, tip off at four. Again, that game as well can be heard on KLIN. And speaking of sports, Husker baseball kicks off their season this weekend. They've got a four game series in San Diego. They start out tonight, and then they go Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So tonight's game, first pitch, 8 p.m. pregame at 7:30. Again, right here on KLIN. Well, coming up on one shot tomorrow, we're going to be talking about finances, how to invest.
in the wise way. We're going to have expert Brad Bryan on the show. He's going to talk about all kinds of great things regarding financial investment. Maybe you haven't started investing yet, or you don't know what your retirement years are going to look like financially. Brad's going to be able to help to walk you through that. Also, maybe you have some kids or adult kids that you want to help with their investing strategy, too. Uh, he's going to be here answering those questions and so much more uh, to make your 2023 your best year yet with your investing future. That's tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. on one shot, one life. Well, thanks again for tuning in to Drive Time Lincoln today. If you want to catch the recording of today's show or past shows, simply head over to our website at klin.com and look at Drive Time Lincoln's podcast. There you can see all of our past shows. All right, a big thanks to my guests today, uh, Michael Wheeler and Paul Yates. Also, to Johnny Cadillac for producing the show. Sports Nightly's up next, then Husker Baseball. You've been listening to Drive Time Lincoln on 1499.3 KLIN.